What's it called? Advisor's Ask. I love that. No, it's all you, Enrique. <laughs> Today we have a special guest, Enrique Ramirez um, from the College of Ag and Natural Sciences, and he is here to discuss taking ownership. Thank you to the Department of Communication at West Texas A&M University. This is Advisors Ask, coming at you from KWTS Podcast Suite. In our space, we pride ourselves at being more than schedule makers. Don't forget to reach out to us on our social medias with questions or topics you'd like to explore. Follow us at WTAMU Advising Services on Facebook and at WT Advising Services on Instagram. I could be again, probably. <laughs> We're your host, Candace Copeland and Herschel Neal. And welcome to Advisors Ask. And we're going to go ahead and let Enrique kind of take over this conversation. First of all, we have talked about strengths several times on this podcast. Um, and because our discussion today is about ownership, I think it's important that you list your top five for us. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for having me here today. Like she said, my name is Enrique Ramirez and I actually work over in the Department of Ag. So my top five strengths are achiever, adaptability, relator, belief and responsibility. Perfect. So like we discussed, our topic today is taking ownership. So what do you feel to kind of be like the definition of taking ownership, at least in your own words? And how do you feel like it plays a role for you in the Department of Ag? Oh, for sure. So um, I kind of have a unique role over in the Department of Ag. I actually have three titles. So I'm an instructor, facilities manager, and event coordinator over mm -hmm. in the Department of Ag. Um, like I said, I, it kind of means multiple things. Um, and even though sometimes I don't like the word, um, taking ownership is sometimes having pride. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's good to have pride, but not, not too much. Mm -hmm. uh, so just pride in your work, pride in what you do. And sometimes that might not be always a good thing. Sometimes that means even owning up to your mistakes. Absolutely. Um, Herschel, you had a really great definition of taking ownership as well. Can you kind of expound upon that, what it means to you? Again, that's not one of my go-to words. <laughs> uh, but basically, uh, taking responsibility um, for what you do and the consequences of what you do um, being based on, on decisions that you make and there's a positive, there's a negative aspect to it. And that's why I, I find this a delicate topic to talk about because what people most often hear take ownership and uh, in context of, you know, you, this is a mess. Look, mm -hmm. you need to own up to what you've done. You need to take ownership for what uh, you do and, and the consequences. And so, you know, that's, <laughs> it's a podcast we don't want you to turn off. So, oh, gosh. Because I, I, um, just about everybody knows they need to take better ownership of things. But I, I think the positive is uh, there's a real power if you can. It, it's easier to not do that sometimes. Uh, but there's uh, a power if, you, you know, controlling and taking ownership of what you can control. Don't give that power to, to other people and other forces or other circumstances. Um, take ownership of it because you can control more than you think about it. And it's much more gratifying when you're successful after you do take ownership. You know that you are in big, a large part responsible for it. And you're proud to take ownership. I was going to say, there's that do. word again, pride. <laughs> and we we kind of um, talked about this when we were, you know, pre-recording, but 
talked about this before we were recording. Cut, Frank, cut that out. <laughs> um, so we were talking about negative and positive connotations to words and ownership is one of those that um, kind of like consequences. People always think it's negative, right? So I'm going to say the consequences of your actions. Well, if your actions are that you're setting goals, you're meeting goals and you're planning, then that's a positive connotation. And so that word can go both ways, the same way as ownership. So if you are taking ownership of everything that you're doing, um, and like you said, giving power to things that you have control over versus things that you don't, then that is the positive connotation of taking ownership. You are making sure that anything that you stamp your name on, you're giving your full abilities and attention to with making sure that, you know, your products are coming out in, in a positive way instead of a negative way. And just because it slips into the negative sometimes doesn't mean that that's the worst thing ever either. I will never understand when I have an IDS class that I teach or a student that's on probation or a student that just, you know, they got a 2.5 instead of 3.0, like they were hoping for the semester. And I'll say, well, did you do the best that you can? Um, and sometimes they're like, no, you know, and they're taking ownership of their the consequences, consequences of their actions. And so sometimes just realizing that you are wrong is enough to like kickstart you into the next semester and make you do better. Um, what is that saying? Do either of you know it all these years? And I still don't have it all memorized exactly. But do either of you know that saying it's something like a, it's usually in the form of a prayer, you know, God, give me the patience or, or the the strength to change the things that I can. It's that, the, or how does, how does that go? Isn't it the serenity prayer that yes, they say is. in Alcoholics Anonymous? Oh, yes. Yes, yes that is. Oh, I used to know it. Candace is looking it up yep, I'm on her mighty it. iPhone. Let's see. On my what iPhone? Your mighty iPhone. Okay. Google. Oh, it's actually from the AA website. It says, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change and the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. Yes. That's Amen. Very good. <laughs> yes. So I think, yeah, that just containing the things that we can control is a lot better even for our mental health because there are so many things that are out of our control that if we get hung up on those things, it could affect the things that we can control. So Enrique, when it comes to taking ownership, I know that you supervise quite a bit of student workers. Um, do you have any specific examples or just kind of mantras that you work with your students, um, student workers on to make sure that they are performing their best? Oh, for sure. So I think we're all human. We all make mistakes. Um, you know, and even like you said in the prayer, there's some things we can't control, whether that's, you know, like a small hiccup and then it creates something bigger that we really can't fix that easy. But there's always somebody that probably can. Um, and uh, I try to be very open with my student workers. And, and there's a few that I have right now that are phenomenal in from the get go of the moment they got hired. Uh, we discussed that. We were like, hey, whenever you messed up, uh, or mess up. It's very easy for you to just come tell me. I'd be like, hey, this XYZ happened um, and then we can fix it together. We can find a solution versus um, we hide it. We try to keep it away. And then we're in need, say, a piece of equipment that we need to utilize. And now uh, we have to use it within, you know, an hour and it's broken and it could have been very easily been fixed. So uh, just being open about it, I think just giving uh, the student worker, your employee, uh, just that space to know, hey, it's OK to make mistakes, but I just got to be upfront with it. Um, it helps for sure. 
Absolutely. I feel like that is a real leadership move, um, a good leadership move, I guess, to admit that everyone makes mistakes from the beginning so that the expectations are not crushing your student workers or the people who follow you, right? Because a part of leadership is setting an example. And if the example is you can never make a mistake, then when someone makes a mistake, it's going to crush their poor little souls. And I've had a boss for sure tell me, just tell me immediately if you make a mistake, because we can fix it a lot faster now. <laughs> like your boss, or like you say to your student employees, we can fix it a lot faster now. And there'll be less consequences if we do it, you know, immediately versus waiting three months. That's that's something I think to be mindful of, too, if you're on the the leadership side of that, you know, because a lot of students uh you know, become have leadership positions and they're going to be in the future, they're going to be working and, and have leadership positions. That's important to keep in mind that if you have people that you want to take ownership of what they're doing, don't make it hard on them. You know, don't, if they do mess up, don't rag them over the coals. I mean, obviously they make a mistake. They need, <laughs> that's not good. We need to fix it. Try not to do that anymore. But if you're going to, if you're going to traumatize somebody, uh, when when they're trying to take ownership of something, you're making it hard for them to do, to oh, do sure. what they need to. Yeah, I think just just being open with them. And uh, one of my biggest mentors is actually my high school ag teacher. And he may or may not have used more colorful words, but he said, <laughs> yeah. uh, Those ag teachers need to be good at those yeah, colorful oh, yeah. words. <laughs> sometimes they do. And, and, and Lord knows I needed those colorful words sometimes mm -hmm. when I was in high school. But he would always say, if you don't mess up, you're not learning. But don't mess up continuously on the same thing you know let, let's actually learn from it right. and if you, i don't think especially in the in the field we're in right now in academia if you're not allowing those students to mess up if everything's perfect well when they go out to the real world and get a job that's not the case they are going to mess up and hopefully somebody does have that grace for them or maybe they are the employer one day and hopefully they do have that same grace for a new worker they just employed or uh, somebody they're training I would say you're you hit the nail on the head there saying that in academia, that's what we're here to do is learn. And so whenever it comes to learning lessons, sometimes your opinion may even change about what's right <laughs> whenever you are in academia. Like you're supposed to be considering all of these things from different perspectives. And, um, you know, we, we talked about study abroad in an, another episode about how you have a more global perspective. I think that that is like a really nice thing that higher ed gives you is a more global perspective. And so if you're not looking at things from other people's perspective, you may not even know exactly what right and wrong means to you um, until, you know, you, you get that experience and it's so cool that we get this unique experience in higher ed to keep making mistakes and keep growing up instead of, you know, just staying the same. Thank you to the Department of Communication at West Texas A&M University. Don't forget to reach out to us on our social medias with questions or topics you would like to explore. Follow us at WTAMU Advising Services on Facebook and at WT Advising Services on Instagram. We're back from the break. We are going to ask this question because we think that ownership can be seen in a couple of different ways. So are you a glass half empty or a glass half full type person? Herschel, you want to go first? I have to say I, I'm by nature, I'm a glass half empty kind <laughs> of guy, but I do work on trying to do be the reverse. Yeah. 
What about you, Enrique? Ooh, that, that's a good question, and I kind of have a long answer, and hopefully I answer the question with all the words I'm fixing to say. <laughs> if anybody that knows me, they know I like to talk, so here we go. Hold on to your seats. Um, I like to think of myself as a glass half full, and sometimes I take it literal. So something that always, I guess, fills my cup is uh, seeing other people succeed. So if I have a glass half full, I'm able to use that little bit of water I have for that half water to go around and pour into other people. Pouring into people and then seeing them succeed kind of fills my cup up. So the more I do that, the better it makes me feel. And it might be a little selfish, um, you know, helping somebody for your own gain might sound a little selfish, but I do I do it out of the goodness of my heart. I, I hope people see it that way, but I try to be a, a glass half full in order to be able to do that. I think that if that's something that motivates you, that's definitely okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would say I am normally a glass half full type person as well. I think that there are seasons of my life where I feel like I dip into the glass half empty type situation, just, you know, depending on stress or, you know, um, just how I'm feeling mentally and things like that. Um, but I would say most of the time I feel like I'm glass half a uh, full person. I do have positivity in my top 10. So, um, most of the time I'm just trying to please other people. So <laughs> I'm a people pleaser. Same. Um, same. <laughs> I just, I, th- I think, uh, it'd be nice to kind of leave on a positive note when we're talking about taking ownership and accountability, uh, We've talked a little bit about the negative side, but on the positive side, uh, you know, just keep in mind there there are times when it's okay when you've done something well uh, to take ownership of that and not, you know, um, be too shy about owning that's, yeah, that's and do do in part to to what I did. Obviously, you're walking a fine line. You don't want to sound like a braggart or mm-hmm. or anything like that. But it can, that can be positive to real to realize and take ownership when you did something right, and you had a good result, and it helped you and other people maybe. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I, I agree with that statement one hundred percent. So. Um when it comes to, you know, something positive, uh, something successful you did, whether, you know, that an actual action or a project, whatever it might be, you you should take ownership. You should be proud of that. Again, that, that word proud right there. You should be proud of it. Um, but there's also kind of the balance between being humble as well. Um, uh, my current boss, Dr. Keith, I'm sure everybody knows Dr. Keith. Uh, <laughs> he He's always stated and, and he's correct on that. Our favorite subject to talk about is me this guy, the person, you know, you point to yourself. Um, so it's very easy to sometimes be like, Oh, look at me, look at me, which is good. Uh, especially, you know, if you're trying to interview for something, all those things is good to, to mention all the successes you had, but again, still be humble and sometimes even credit those people that, that helped you get to that point you are, but it's, it's good to take credit for that. And don't, don't take credit for what somebody else does, please. <laughs> Amen. Absolutely. Amen. Absolutely. So, to kind of spin off of that and wrap up. So by you taking ownership for things that you have done well, and even things that you have not done well, um, how can it open up more possibilities for you? Uh, well, that, that's a good question. So people are always watching, no matter what you're doing, whether that's good or bad, they're always watching. Um, when it comes to job opportunities or uh, going up, you know, within your position, maybe getting a pay raise, people are always watching. If you take ownership, I think somebody respects a person more that that does take ownership in good and bad. If they're the first to admit, hey, I messed up, um, 
you're like, okay, you know, this is a person I can work with versus somebody that's always a go-getter, getting things done. And then you realize, oh, they messed up here. They messed up here. They messed up here. And then they really didn't never admit it to it. So just respect from others, I think, is is the key thing that you obtain by getting uh, or taking ownership of your actions. And that's what you're hoping for from anybody that you asked to write a letter of recommendation for you. You're hoping they can say that about you. Amen. And that to that they take ownership, that they helped develop you into that, too, you know, mm-hmm. that um, because of your partnership of them being a mentor or um, you being a mentee and respecting what they've done, like oh, sure. even it's like cyclical, you know, like mm-hmm. this person taking ownership helps you take ownership and then following that up with you mentoring profession, other professionals into doing the same thing um, that I think that that's an interesting cycle that we kind of go through, but it can also be really toxic if you are in one of those bad cycles. So just keep that in mind as you're um, going through your, you know, life and you're thinking about taking ownership over what you do. Just remember to remain a person who is, you know, vulnerable and open and ready for change versus, you know, people who are cyclically. um, That's a really hard word to say. Cyclically, (laughs) uh, you know, only being negative and only focusing on things that you can't control. So anything else that you would like to impart before we end the podcast today? No, I would just like to thank you for inviting me. And it was, it was fun. I've never done a podcast, so hopefully it goes well. It is very fun. You did a great job. And um, we just want to, you know, thank all of our listeners and remind you that if you have anything that you would like us to cover on uh, the podcast that you would come by our office email us at advising or comment on social media posts and we would be happy to cover that but this was advisors ask again and have a great day thank you to the department of communication at west texas a university don't forget to reach out to us on our social medias with questions or topics you'd like to explore follow us at wt advising services on instagram and wtamu advising services on facebook thanks for listening to advisors ask make sure to follow us on our social media and tune in for more podcasts